What's up, guys? Welcome back. It is your boy Sean, and we are here with another episode of the Black Entourage Podcast. Yeah, you just can't be doing that. <laughs> Shit. I am here with Jamal, and I am here with Amir. And uh, a lot happened over the last week. Uh, definitely some heavier stuff that we'll address as well. But I figure we can start off with thing, uh, something a little bit lighter. Uh, Dave Chappelle just released his final Netflix special, The Closer, on like Tuesday during the week. He dropped like midnight. And uh, just wanted to get you guys' feedback on there. It's a lot of chatter on the internet about there. A lot love it. A lot of them hate it. Some people want to cancel them. Some people want it off Netflix. What's your thoughts? Reviews? This is the heavy shit. Off rip. Um... (laughs) To be completely honest, I love the special. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fucking hilarious. And he basically embodies the thought process that I have as far as humanity's concerned. Like, chill the fuck out, bro. Like, everybody fucking relax. Do you. Nobody really gives a fuck. And learn how to take a goddamn joke. And don't try to cancel everybody just because they're joking about the shit. Like, at the end of the day, there's black jokes, Asian jokes, white jokes, trans jokes, gay jokes. There's all different types of you know, comedians that have, you know, a platform to speak and it's not like he's, you know, spreading hate speech or anything like that. I mean, he's not saying kill all this or kill all that. Mm -hmm. He's basically saying, you know, this is some situations that I've been a part of and I think it's fucking hilarious. And I believe that y'all are emphasizing on LGBTQ community when, you know, at the end of the day, there's still social injustices that black people has been dealing with for hundreds of years and y'all have made more progress with this that we have with that. Yep, he didn't um, make that comparison. So with that being said, I had absolutely no problem with anything that he said. I thought he was fucking hilarious. Um, and he did a really good job. And, and there's no such thing as bad publicity. The simple fact that they want him canceled means they watched it. Yep. So kudos to Dave Chappelle for trolling and getting his fucking money. Yep. Because yep. y'all are still watching it. It doesn't matter how mad you are. You're watching they, it. They have to watch it. They have an opinion. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> what do you think, Jamal? Um, I loved it. It was funny. For the parts I watched, it was pretty funny. Um, Yeah, you can't just choose. I mean, it's comedy. That should be the last safe space. Like, you can say whatever the hell you want. Even, like, when they presented him with a reward, like, he was talking about the fact that there was this comedian that was saying, like, racist jokes, like, racist black jokes. Mm -hmm. And he was like... He didn't say anything. He said, you know, that's a safe space. Come in. He's like, even though he meant that shit. He meant it. Because <laughs> he said he could tell when people try to, like, it's a punchline. Yeah. It's a joke. He was like, there's a difference between um, saying a joke just to be funny and saying a joke like you mean it. He was like, he meant that shit, but he should still have the right because that's part of the, the craft of going up there on stage. Right? Yeah. So... I feel like it's comedy, man. Like, you, can't take, comedy. you can't take that shit too seriously. Yeah. Like, uh, we we even said it last week, right? Last week when we when we heard he was coming out with it, when we watched the trail, and he was like, this isn't personal. I'm not saying it because I'm mean. I'm saying it because it's funny, yeah. right? And he's a stand-up comedian. That's yeah. how he gets his millions and more millions of yeah. dollars is to say that uncomfortable shit in a funny matter yeah. that not only you'll get a chuckle out of it, but in the back burner, you're like, 
No, no, yeah, he's right. right. There's some yeah. underlying issues there yeah. that needs to be addressed. Right. And yeah. if this is the way to get people to talk about it in a 60-minute stand-up special, yeah. then fine. Um, I, I do agree. This was a really good special because we normally don't see Dave Chappelle respond Mm-hmm. To like people's criticism no. to like his stand up, and this yeah. was like a response to his previous to sticks and stones. This yeah. is an exact response like, all right, you guys said this about this, like you said last week. I'm gonna double down yeah, in this shit. Down. <laughs> and make it even worse. And make he even told y'all with the rollout, he was like, y'all motherfuckers gonna be mad. Yeah. And then even for every joke that got worse, he was like, I told y'all I was on y'all ass. Like yeah. I told y'all. It's gonna just get worse. So he yeah. gave people the opportunity to turn the fucking TV off, to not watch it in the first place, and then all throughout his special, he was just like, "Bruh, if y'all don't like what I'm saying now, just some that, wait." Some of that shit didn't go too far. That space Jew joke. That shit was <laughs> that shit yeah. was crazy. Space Jew. Space Everybody in the was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and he was just like, he didn't get, the, he got the exact reaction he wanted. He was like. It was like, if that's too much, it's going to be a long day. <laughs> yeah. a long day. So I, I definitely appreciate just the blatancy that's just coming out and just doing and saying what he said in a time what's, where it's needed, right? It, yeah. One, it, nothing against that community, the LBGTQ+. Plus, isn't it plus at the end? I'm not sure. Uh, uh, nothing against them, plus. but it's... Sh- nothing against nobody. More? I don't know. But nothing against them, but he did like highlight the extreme power that they were able to develop in a short amount of time. You want to know why? It, what? I feel like they were able to develop that power is because the legislators and the people who are implementing law, they're a part of that community. It, it could be secret and it could not be secret, but the simple fact that they created and generated a movement, that means that it had open acceptance right in order for them to get as far further than black people and black people been doing it for a very long time so i feel like there's more to the story when it comes to how accepted it is yeah um but that's none of my business bro. It's, yeah, like it's I none said, of our business none of our business but that it, shit did pump right and it also highlighted some key things uh, especially in the entertainment industry when he talked about the baby and how, you know, in self-defense, you know, he had to shoot somebody at the Walmart and that person died. But, you know, that didn't, that didn't destroy his career. Yeah. Although it was self-defense, we all know you got to do what you got to do in a situation like that. But life was lost mm-hmm. and they didn't drop a beat. But as soon as he went crazy, on, well, I won't say crazy on stage, but he went insane. insane. He went crazy. He went insane. That was I would have called that... I'm not gonna define that. He he stepped over the line. (laughs) It was it was unnecessary. But he unnecessarily stepped over the line. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know that was the drawing board that killed like his whole career. Please don't abort the baby. Uh, 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 (laughs) He said it at the he said it at the end of the Scarlet special. He was like, "Please, guys, please don't abort the baby." And he was like. (laughs) <laughs> looking around, it was it was just so funny, man. Yeah. It was, but he, he he came on some very good points. That's why he was like, "Do you think that a gay person can be racist?" And to be honest, yes, of course, yes. And for them to be a minority and to understand how it is to be hated and a minority though, they're they're. I mean, I don't know if they're a minority. They could be a majority, but at the end of the day, it's just like, how could you be? 
a minority. What, what's the definition of a minor, minority? We should look that Not up. Not the majority? Pro what's yeah, that? That'd be is. less than 50%? That is less than the majority. Less than the majority. So the majority... I guess it is. They are yeah, they're a minority, and it's just like, y'all should be able to have some type of common ground. But if they're white, are they, are they a minority? Cause no, because they're still a majority world. because they <laughs> that shit goes out the window when it comes to being white because they'll switch it up real quick. We even said that in order for them to benefit from their positioning that they were born into. So it's just like you know, there has to be a common ground, and if there's not a common ground, at least shut the fuck up because y'all got a lot further than you know other minorities in this country. So yeah. appreciate the fact that you have what you guys have and live, laugh, love. Like y'all are literally going against everything that the community is about. And I think this this whole special again, once again, because I watched, I literally watched this uh, this documentary today on HBO Max uh, that Monica Lewinsky did, Fifteen Minutes of Shame. Yeah. Um, and they talk about cancel culture. It was Fifteen Minutes of Shame, right? So it was cancel culture where it came from. And then you know where where they said it came from? The word cancel culture it came from New Jack City. Remember when he's when he when he's talking to the girl and he's like, I cancel that bitch. And he, he throws water on her. And he said it started That's from there. Started. He said it started from there. And then um, Love and Hip Hop. They pulled up a Love and Hip Hop uh, episode and he was telling her, you got. She was like, I got a kid. He's like, you got a kid? Yeah. And she started popping. He was like, You're canceled. And then ever since then, niggas have been using the term canceled, canceled, canceled. So cancel culture came from like. That's beginning from us. From us. That's fine. Yeah. We always. Please don't cancel me. I say some crazy shit. But I feel like cancel culture is a, a necessary thing. Like, because usually people with money used to just be able to say and do whatever the fuck they mm-hmm. want. So it's. I, I think it cancel culture is like the most American shit. You say some shit, I'm pulling a sponsorship, or I don't have to watch your shit, right? Yeah. But at the same time, like, niggas that want people to get canceled, like, you're not the end-all, be-all. Y'all need to realize, like, just because you want a nigga canceled doesn't mean he's going to be canceled. Not at all. Right? So it goes on both. And it's a forever-moving goal line. It's a forever-moving goal line as to, like, what can get you canceled. Mm -hmm. To, like, they move it depending on the person, the situation. So it's not like there's one standard. And the times that we're in. Elvis Presley didn't get canceled. Bill Cosby did though. He's black. Oh, but he did rape fifty women. He did. <laughs> That's certain <turned a> swift. <laughs> I told you we were starting heavy. You told me we're gonna start with something light, and then you're gonna bring LGBT into it. From Dave Chappelle, let's kind of keep it in entertainment before we jump into the political world. Uh, let's see. Uh, Kanye West, his song Stronger, has officially went diamond, meaning he sold over 10 million copies. Worth it? Do you think that's the song that should have went diamond for him? Um, Do you not like that song? It's the most popular with, I think, white culture. I can agree with that. Yeah. Stronger, faster, stronger. Yeah, I think putting Daft Punk on anything, it just... But at that time, that was like Kanye at his peak. What album did that come on? I don't know. Was that, um... It depends who you ask. Because, like, if, if you, you ask, ask me, real, that's not the best. If you ask a real hip-hop fan, like... That was, okay. a, that was after Late Registration, wasn't it? Yeah. And Late Registration. So that's Graduation. Yes. 
I believe it is graduation. Graduation. And that was a good ass album. No, but late registration is the best kind. That was his classic. For that's sure. True. That was his best album, Late Registration, but Graduation wasn't bad. No. It was definitely. It was good. Wake up, Mr. West. Mr. Was West. On. Boom, doom, doom. Mr. Yeah. No, no. And I heard him say, Nothing's ever promised tomorrow or today. Like, shot. Like, the 10 minutes of home. That was on Late Registration. Yeah. Yeah. But you I feel what? like he started that. I feel like Graduation started like that, too. Maybe yeah, was really maybe young. that's how he all started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe I was really young, but Kanye West made a lot of fucking depressing songs. Mm-hmm. No, I think no, that kind of started early. early. That started with when he hit the auto tune phase, when he got kind of oh like depressed. I hate that. A lot of people so hate bad. his 808. The wire is even depressing as fuck. No, I mean, no, that's his really? like motivational song. No, that's, really? that's when he uh, just got the car accident and his jawline was shot. The doctor said I have blood clots, but I ain't Jamaican, man. Store Everything your you just said is depressing as fuck, man. Store your MTV, and I ain't trying to make it, man. man. Yeah, I like, get it. No, that song is fire. That, that, that song is not depressing. That's him triumphing when he should have been dead, essentially. The car accident should have took him out. So that was that's his like redemption song. But to get back to the stronger, uh, it's actually... Uh, one of only 63 songs, 63 songs to have reached the diamond status since the digital era. No, I don't have the full list of 63. <laughs> <laughs> we it off. I don't know all of them. Hold on, let me see. see the thing about, I, I, I mean, I like old yay. But like I said, I'm from, a different, I'm from a different musical era than so, you are. So what's, what's your musical era of yay? My musical era of yay is... Is, uh, I mean, it's whatever pretty much Khalif introduced what's, me what, to. What, 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 what's that other album? That's supposedly his best. For uh, so there's two arguments. Like for hip hop fans, like deep cut, like going the crate type of niggas like mm-hmm. me, it's it's late registration. Yeah. But for like other niggas, it's uh, the one with the ballerinas and shit. Oh, the dark twisted. Uh, dark twisted fantasy. That, that shit, shit was hard. That shit was. But a lot me, of people say that's his best. That's his only. I, I won't it. say that's his best out. It's up there. It might be number two. It's just so much collabs on that. But now, you have you looked at Lady Registration? Every song it's a collab too. Yeah. But he. But you can tell it. That's the my like beautiful dark fantasy. That's the album that Power is on. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But all the lights. Mm-mm. Creepy. No, that monster was dope. My my dark twisted fantasy was a great album. I think that's when he kind of perfected his like, I feel like his ability is. to bring people together. I feel for like certain, that's like, right? You know you what this he, is? Because because have you have you have you looked at the track list for uh late late registration? He has a song with Brandy. He has a song with Lupe. He has a song. I always knew that. That's my song. You know what? Yes. Yes. Yeah. They try to bring me down. I can do that whole verse right now. Let me see. Okay. Hey, if a girl don't like me, how long is she big gay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, no, Kanye went off of that. This is like an NFT. Like, this looks like an NFT. His album cover. All his album covers Yeah. All, but that's kind of weird for the fact that so, NFTs are, like, so popular so, right now. So, for a late registration, I'm just going to read out some of his, um, hits. some of his, no, 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 his, uh, features. 
So he has Adam Levine on there, mm-hmm. Lupe, okay, Jamie Foxx, okay, GLC of course, Paul Wall, Dry Slow, mm-hmm. Common, The Game, remember Crack yep. Music? Uh, that was a good album. Bring Me Down, Brandy, yep. um, Diamonds, Jay Z, mm-hmm. uh, We Major, Nas and Really Dope. Remember that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, look at what we made. That was a great album. Yeah. Uh, Gone with Cameron. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. So he that was like the first album that he really does put like a lot of features on. Yeah. So the first two he wasn't feature heavy. It wasn't. That was it him was kind of feature heavy. But not like that, where it's like every yeah. other song. No. After, after, what was the second album? Uh, it wasn't Late Legislation. Late right? Legislation. After was. that, it has got like super like featured like every other song he has a feature on where like his first album didn't really have a crazy ton of features i feel like graduation had his features because he had jay-z graduation is his third it's the third no 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 what's the uh college dropout college dropout that's me right there college the fuck dropout (laughs) and the hell out of there i said how much you're right bro there's not that many yeah you see consequence selena johnson jay-z um Telequality comment. So it's his camp. Kanye, I mean, Jamie Foxx. It's Rockefeller. Twister. Ludacris. I mean, that's no, feature. Yeah, it's a little feature heavy, but not as not as prominent as as he got bigger. But yeah. uh, definitely, I mean, that song is dope. I know uh, they said he had some other songs that were closer uh, to also being Diamond. Diamond. He uh, have niggas in Paris is close. They said it's like 8 million copies. Oh, yeah. So that's like that very close to being too. Diamond. So. I mean, but if you think about Stronger, it just makes sense because that was like the song of the, the, of the year. Yeah. 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 The you could play that at the black yeah. party, the white party, yeah. the festival. Punk on it. It, yeah. was, it was that time where. Um, what is it? What kind of music is EDM? EDM. Yeah, I was really, music. I was really trippy during that time in my life. Like, I specifically remember that shit coming out, and I'm like, okay, this is the current vibe of where I am in life, based upon the things that I was doing. Yeah. So I can see that. Yeah, so worth it. I mean, Kanye definitely has some songs that transcend the time. So uh, I'm actually surprised. Well, I'm not too surprised by that, but I figured. Uh, Jesus Walks so probably a little further down the line because that was one of his biggest songs yeah. when that came yeah, out. Yeah, but it's also a niche. Yeah, and I feel yeah, like, that's I feel like that was a black community song like where Stronger was just like everyone. Everyone. Like, more yeah. inclusive. That's like, just a niche. Yeah, sure. like, I feel like Asians was played Of course they were. Just speeding it up. Yeah. Uh, from Kanye uh, to the weekend, the Tyson Fury and the, uh, Deontay Wilder fight. Uh, we can stay here real quick. Uh, Jamal, you're the boxing guy here. I know Adam's not here to, to kind of help yeah, go back and forth with you, but I'll just kind of go in on the fight and then you can kind of give your expertise. As a casual boxing fan, it was a good ass fight. Uh, beginning to end, it did kind of lose steam near the end, but as a heavyweight, right, that's kind of expected. Um, what was it like three knockouts between both of them, or five. four, five knockouts? Like that was nuts. <laughs> that was nuts. But uh, I, th- I did thoroughly enjoy the fight. Uh, Wilder, <sighs> he, that fist almost did the job this time, <laughs> but he just wasn't enough. 
Um, but Fury is just a different type of fighter, right? He just, I mean, he, he I don't know, he just, he just looked better out there. The, be, the longer the fight went on, the better Fury looked. Is Fury the bald-headed white dude that yeah. showed me that Dr. Robot did. Yeah, Dr. Robot did, yeah. Yeah, that motherfucker is like, every time I see him go down, he's just like, okay, fuck it. He gets I'm up like, continue to go. Every time he goes down, he gets up like fucking Undertaker in WWE, he's like, it's like he recalibrates, <laughs> like he's an android off Dragon Ball Z. It's like, damn, that nigga knocked me down, but now I know what to do to not do yeah. that shit again. Yeah. Even though I don't really watch. Um, I will say this trilogy between them was very one-sided, but it was all Tyson Fury. But it was an interesting trilogy for Tyson Fury really won the first fight, yep. but he got obliterated by... Deontay Wilder's power, like knockout power is a real thing. Mm-hmm. For what, what was his record? We kept harping on 40, 41. 41, one and two now. Yep. But with 40, 41, 40, 42 wins, yeah. 41 knockouts. Yeah, 42 <laughs> wins, 41 knockouts. He, to me, there's no, there's no argument. He has the best power. I mean, people will pull up Mike Tyson, but there's no one has that. Mike Tyson was skilled. He was skilled and with, a, and with the power. This guy is just blatant power. All power. I've never seen anything like him. We've never seen anything like him. Fox has never seen anything like him. Uh, shout out Wilder. Even though this fight was all one-sided, it was um, it was entertaining as fuck. Like, entertaining as fuck. Like even <laughs> even for Tyson Fury to win every round, just for him to. Get knocked down twice in the first fight, yep. and then win the round, and then say, "Okay, I'm gonna fight him again," and then blitz him, and then be like, "All right, let's fight again," and get knocked down twice in the same round. It, it's, it's one side. It's a one-sided trilogy. That's why it's probably not that great of a trilogy versus yeah. boxing trilogies. But I think it might be. Is if it's not top five, it has to be top ten trilogy. Like, if you had to give your number one trilogy, it would be um, Muhammad Ali and Sonny Lester. Yeah. Yeah. Can't really. Yeah. <laughs> can't really go better than that. Yeah, that I was watching. Um, it was so crazy because I went to my brother's house, and my brother's always watching something educational, it's crazy shit. But um, I was watching, you know, the documentary of Muhammad Ali, and I think it's a four-part series, and every series is like two hours long. Mm-hmm. Um, and they showed the trilogy between him and Dude, and I feel like that shit should have ended like they should have just had bygones be bygones after the second fucking fight, bro. It's not something that's that. What's his name? You know his name. Oh, fuck. It's. I, f- I forget. I'm not really into sports. Everybody knows this, but <laughs> you know, whoever he was fighting, bro, they was literally going blow really. for blow. Like they literally fucked each other up so bad that he was never the same after that last fight. And then he continued to fight. He deteriorated over time. But it was Joe Frazier. Joe Frazier. Yeah, that's probably the best. That was the saddest fucking documentary I've ever seen in my life. Because he was just—I don't know if it was because he was just like so into the entertainment aspect of it yeah but i feel like muhammad ali should have stopped fighting after that last fight with frazier yeah like he should have just fucking stopped and because he didn't that's the reason why he kind of deteriorated over time with his um what's that shaking disease i forgot parkinson's, what it was, uh, parkinson's. 
Um, but everybody even said, he was like, after that fight, he wasn't the same. Because after you get your brain rocked, after a couple of times, like, there's nothing that you can do about that shit. You end up turning into a whole different person. Um, but yeah, that was a good trilogy. I, I can agree with that. Well, I would definitely say it was an entertaining-ass uh, fight. And uh, I think the next big fight or fighting event is with the UFC shift next month, right? That's like yeah. the next big thing was like hella people on the scorecard. Yeah, it's uh, Usman versus Kobe Covington too. Yep. Um, uh, Yang Wa Lee, I don't know if I might have messed her name up, but Thug Rose, Rose Nami Muniz, mm-hmm. uh, all champions. It's a champion's yeah. fight night, essentially. Yeah. Mad belts on the belt. Mad belts on the line. Mad belts on the line. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess we can kind of stop delaying the inevitable and kind of jump into something a little more juicy. What are we talking about? So did you guys survive your Facebook, WhatsApp, Instagram blackout on October 4th? Yep. <laughs> I survived that shit, but I didn't know what was going on as it was happening. Twi- Twitter was still around. So yeah, Twitter was Twitter was, Twitter was holding it down. I'm sure their user base definitely jumped up some more after that. But um, so over the week, uh, Facebook went down for like eight hours or so. Um, so essentially what happened was there was a whistleblower at the Facebook headquarters, uh, Ms. Frances Hogan, uh, and she appeared before the Senate subcommittee on Tuesday of last week where she testified about Facebook policies. Uh, she said, uh, quote unquote, Mark Zuckerberg is personally responsible for placing mm-hmm. profits before the mental well-being of children. Facebook consistently puts its profits over users' health and safety. So that wasn't a great thing, but there was a, it was so much that went on. I actually want to pull up an article to kind of break things down a little bit. It says, uh, nine horrifying facts with a Facebook whistleblowers uh, interview. Number one, Facebook's algorithm intentionally shows users things to make them angry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> Number two, uh, you guys can jump into if you hear something you want to talk about. Facebook is worse than most other social media companies. I fucking hate Twitter, so I don't, I don't agree with that. But let's keep going. I think, I think they're talking about as far as the algorithm. Yeah, goes. I do believe that Facebook algorithm just doesn't give a fuck about nothing. Let's see. So here's a quote regarding that. Uh, she said that I've seen a bunch of social networks and it's substantially worse at Facebook than anything I've seen before. Uh, I work that Pinterest and Google and insist that Facebook is really worse than the rest of the big tech. She's lit. <laughs> uh, number three, Facebook dissolved the civil integrity unit after the 2020 election and before the January 6th Capitol insurrection. Yeah, they're making us no money. <laughs> pay these Four, political parties in Europe ran negative ads because it was the only way to reach people on Facebook. Five, Facebook only identifies a tiny fraction of hate and misinformation on the platform. Six, Instagram is making kids miserable. I think we all know that. Also, media. Uh... What's super tragic, here's another quote, what's super tragic is Facebook's own research says as these young women begin to consume this, this eating disorder content to get more and more depressed and it actually makes them use the app more. And so they end up in this feedback cycle where they hate their bodies more and more. And that's all a part of the business model. 
Facebook is making lots and lots of money from the misery, but Facebook obviously has a different take. Uh, let's see. Number seven, uh, employees at Facebook aren't necessarily evil. They just have perverse incentives. Shit. So the company is just setting it's, it's set up it's business. Business. Yeah, it's business. So it's, so they're literally like, it's not us. We're getting paid to do our job. And this is what, this is what I got to do to put food on my table. Uh, let's see. Hagen even has empathy for Zuck, Zuckerberg for some stupid region. Uh, she calls to have a lot of empathy for Mark. And Mark has never set out to make a hateful platform. But he has allowed choices to be made where the side effects of those choices are the hateful. Polarizing content gets more distribution and more reach. Makes sense. And last but not least, Hagen believes she's covered by whistleblower laws. Well, don't really care about that, I guess. So, mm. she was kind of broke down. Uh, she was kind of broke down and highlighted some of the things that kind of shows and explains what Facebook mm-hmm. is doing wrong in a negative light. So, what do you guys have to say? As Facebook users, we all still I have it here. Yeah. <laughs> what do you say about that? Does that want to make you want to limit your use? Does no. it make you want to switch to another platform? Mm-hmm. No. Or are you just cool because that comes with the social service? The comes with the service. I mean, to be completely honest, like I'm not surprised. This is capitalism and it's finest. They they take profit over the well-being of humanity. It's this shit's not going to change. Um, I do respect her for being a whistleblower uh, because we do need whistleblowers to kind of shed light on what. The truth is here um, in America and in other places, but you know, at the end of the day, do I fault Mark Zuckerberg? Yes, but do I blame him? No, because that's just literally, like I said, it's capitalism one on one. It's like you you take your profit. Um, I do believe that he has a responsibility to make sure that the social environment is healthy for people who are experiencing his platform. But at the end of the day, like I don't. I don't have any negative effects associated with Facebook, and that's only because maybe how I was raised, or maybe my mental toughness, and etc. So, uh, should he be the blame for people's, you know, ideologies and mental, you know, state? I, I really don't know. Like, I'm kind of between a rock and a hard place because, yeah. at the end of the day, like, I don't let certain shit in reality fuck with my whole mental yeah. positioning in life. But there are some people who can't control that. But is that his fault? Mm-hmm. So I, I agree with you in that sense uh, because once you're a publicly traded company, <laughs> your number one role and responsibility is to continue making money for your shareholders. Mm-hmm. That's priority number one. Whatever comes after that, <laughs> that that falls on not just the the not just the CEO, but whoever else he put in place and the board members and things like that to kind of. Uh, get things going. Um, I don't think it's just Facebook either, though. There's a lot of a lot of the light went towards Facebook because they're the ones who went down, and because and the conspiracy is that they went down for that time because they wanted to kind of delete and cover some of the shit on the website yeah. that will make them look guilty in the court of law. So that's why they're saying they kind of had to manually go in and like delete shit. So. Uh, that's the conspiracy behind that. Facebook isn't isn't the only social media company though. Uh, but the screen time in general, I hate to just lump it into just social media, but screen time in general, YouTube, Netflix, 
your computer screen or cell phone screen, all that is shit that could deter you and shape your mental if you're at a young age consuming all that information. But we were growing up, you know, we had the had a dial tone, don't want to pick up the phone while I'm trying to connect to AOL so I can do my schoolwork. It's like, <laughs> so back outside, y'all make we, had, we had to wait for a minutes to be free at, at nine o'clock. If you paid the extra 20 for seven. Yeah, so it's like, we had to grow up in a way where we weren't relying on the computer and the screens to get the information. We still had to go to like fucking libraries and things when we was in school to kind of get shit done. It wasn't until like later years of high that school. That was horrible. What, the library shit? Fuck yeah, encyclopedias? <laughs> like, do y'all remember? Nigga, do y'all remember actually having to do research? My guy, I could literally probably go to my desk over there and I might still have my disc container of all of the discs for shit, for like my computer using me, like the encyclopedia, AOL disc, fucking all that shit was on there. So um, I could definitely see how nowadays you know, I always go back to what Steve, not Steve Jobs. Yeah, it was Steve Jobs. What Steve Jobs said, you know, when uh, iPhone first came out. Mm-hmm. He limited the screen time for his kids on the and phone that he invented. See, and that's the thing, and that's exactly what I was about to say after you finished your point, but I'm glad that your point was that. At the end of the day, I have two kids, right? I am responsible about, I am responsible for what they're exposed to wholeheartedly. Yep. So I understand that, you know, there are certain things that's toxic on the internet that can shape and form people's ideologies and concepts about life. Yep. But I also don't allow for my children to experience that type of reality because I understand the concept behind social media and how it affects developing children. Yeah. So my children, they don't have this iPad that they're on 24 seven and just like, just staring at the fucking screen all day because I feel like that's not what I should be teaching my children. And not only that, I have parental controls on YouTube and you know, all this type of stuff. So my children only watch learning videos. If it's not about multiplication tables, sight words, and um, you know, education, then I'm not necessarily letting them expose themselves to that. Now, you know, as they get older, they're gonna expose themselves to different aspects and avenues about reality, but it's about the foundation that you provide for your kids, yeah. right? So Social media on, doesn't affect me at all. Speaking on that, right? So you, you're the one who has kids here out of, out of me and Jamal, right? How do you feel, when do you think is a proper age to give your kids like a cell phone and things like that to, cause once they have kind of have that cell phone nowadays, that's the world in their hand if you mm. don't put the fucking limits and shit right. on there. So I believe that it's never too early to introduce your children to technology. It just depends on what type of technology you introduce them to. Mm-hmm. So my children have had iPads, access to my cell phone, their mother's cell phone. We have all different types of things that they can stimulate their brains with, but yeah. it's about what we allow for them to stimulate their brains with. If I go into the room and my child has the remote in their hand, that remote is dangerous because they're able to find things that they're not necessarily supposed to find on the World Wide Web that can shape their ideology and thought process. So like I said, it's up to the parent to make sure that they're protected. Like I don't believe in like um, smothering children and keeping them and withholding truths because I feel like if you withhold certain things from your children, once they find out the truth, it's gonna taste like honey to them because they're gonna wanna experience what you never exposed to them because it's new. That's literally human consciousness within itself. Like, people love things that's new. That's why taboo is a thing. But at the end of the day, it's like, 
I don't think it's ever too early to introduce your child to technology because that's the future. Yeah. But it's up to you to control what they experience and give it to them bite by bite so that they won't literally lose their fucking minds. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I'm not going to let my children watch Rated R. Yeah. But I'll let them watch PG mm-hmm. or TV 14. Yeah. Because it's something that I feel like they can experience without tarnishing their childhood. But I wouldn't let them watch Rated R TV and May because it might make them overly stimulated as a child to where they're acting that shit out as an adult. So it's really all about balance. But at the end of the day, like, I know for a fact that, you know, being a CEO of a company and, you know, having that responsibility on your shoulders is a lot. Yep. And he's not perfect. But at the end of the day, it's not up to him to raise your children and to keep them from having eating disorders and shit like that. If you feel like your child is going to be sensitive to social media, then you should, I guess, um, monitor that. Yep. Yeah, it's up to him in a grand social moral scheme. Like, yeah, he shouldn't be spreading hate speech and this and this and that. But at the end of the day, it's about what you expose to your children as well. So it's, I think it's kind of like 50-50. I blame him. Yeah, there can be things on the internet that's better for our consumption, but yeah. it's the fucking internet, bro. What I'm seeing so much crazy shit on the internet. Um, I think the... What 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 do we call her? Whistleblower. Uh, whistleblower. I think the whistleblower is going to force Congress to like, regulate, regulate the, internet. the internet. Yep. They're protected... They were protected under Section 230, which means that anything that happens in the internet, you um, expose yourself to. No, you can't be sued. They can't oh, have legal shit. penalty for it, right? And it, it, it has, um, they're legally protected under that statute. So, but we're seeing around other places around the world, like there's this one newscaster from Australia mm-hmm. uh, that committed suicide. And so, from from being cyber bullied, and now they took that, and and their government created a bill that protects from cyber bullying. Yeah, from cyber bullying, you'll you'll be able to sue, do whatever. Um, you can take some action. Yeah, and yeah. Doing and there's bullying. actually a a, a, a a place or or an entity that actually. Um, sees things that might be detrimental to people. Yeah, Yeah, to people's psyche and they can hit them with fines or they can um, tell them to take it down. They don't take it down then they can do other legal things. Which is only fair. But but in America it's not like that. I think Uh in um, some places in the Middle East has protections. The UK, France, um, England. Oh, the same place. Um, they all have protections, right? They all have protections protecting their citizens from um, the internet, the, the bad things on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, what this whistleblower is doing is they're gonna have America's gonna have to do the same thing. Um, they're gonna have to regulate it. Uh, should it be regulated? I don't know because I feel like it's a business, and and if you're gonna protect certain businesses, but even like. Cigarettes, they compare it to cigarettes. Like, yeah, the cigarette industry back in the day, they were just making, out. making mad cigarettes, yep. and, then, and then they got regulated. Now they gotta smack that, that tag, jerk like, su- jerk that, that general tag. surgeon, yeah, the general surgeon tag on it, which I think is and you can't, you can't sell it to uh, anybody under 18 and do this, mm-hmm. so you regulate it. So that's 
probably what they're going to have to do now. They're going to have to take away Section 230, which was necessary in the 90s for growing the internet because yeah. it allowed it allowed the internet to become what it is. To grow. But now the internet is literally the wild, wild west with algorithms that just... It hurts on the emotions that will make you yeah. like, addicted to it. Yeah. Yes. But like I said, like like you said, if they put a disclaimer on that shit, like cigarettes, like some, some weed sites or some porn sites, they literally like, yo, you're about to step into a world that may fuck you up. If you are over the age of this and you're willing to seize the shit that you're willing to see, check this box, click yes, you have access. You well, see what I'm saying? Gonna have but to... at least let niggas know like what you're about to experience is some shit that you're gonna have to accept. Yeah. Gov- and if you accept it, that's your fucking part if you have a negative reaction the to it. The government's literally gonna have to create a body that oversees yeah. the, the, and, and that can find them or and that, pressure and, and if they have a committee that now opens up a Pandora's box because what are you going to oversee over the internet which is essentially space headings well just like, <laughs> just like the, the whistleblower said the algorithm thing because I was reading that I, you I knew remember. what I knew when the algorithm was fucked up it was like a couple of years ago we all woke up and went to Facebook and we started seeing shit from like a couple of days ago, yeah. weeks ago. It was like, wait, what happened to the chronological order? Yeah. And that's where you kind of, that's when things yeah. kind of, it yeah. was like, wait, it's like, why do I see my friendship and, from two weeks ago? I don't care about so that. So what everybody has to remember, like, you, you, you haven't, yeah, exactly. You didn't pay to Not go on Facebook thing. today. You didn't go pay to go on Twitter. Nope. So, and, and honestly, the 10 richest people in the world are all from tech. So what For are now. they? So what are they selling to you? They're literally selling a service. They're selling ads, and the more um, the more interactions, it's a better better to market. The more people want to pay mm-hmm. to get their ads out. That's there. why they say Facebook is the number one marketing place because the algorithm. Mm-hmm. Once you it figures out who's your demographic and who you're like pitching to, there's not a better. So not a better website to kind of bring in. But that also core. speaks to humanity because for them to have an algorithm that harps on the fact that you can create a negative emotion and people are addicted to that. Like that's the whole shit that we were talking about with Dave Chappelle. Like motherfuckers would rather be ignorantly angry and spread hate versus being positive and informative Think and spreading like, love. And that's so same that's concept, the fucking problem. That same exact concept goes into anything with business too. Like, the numbers literally show that if you have a bad experience with the company or you get some bad food, you have a higher chance of sharing that bad experience with seven to eight people compared to you sharing a good result to one to two people. That's why the news is so fucked up. <laughs> That's why every time you get on the news, all you're seeing is negative news, bro. Like, I rare, I rarely see positivity on any type of media news outlet because negativity and the human experience sells more than anything To else. be honest, I don't even get my news really from TV anymore because they all have their own agendas that they're pushing, whether it's CNN to Fox to whoever else is out there. Like, I'll watch the local news for like 30 minutes before it starts getting into the whole geopolitical shit. Like, I'll catch my local shit, then bow, I'm done with you. Once you Even see- Even the local shit, this nigga died, this nigga died. Yeah, exactly, like, that's why it's not, you don't need to watch the news, you don't need to watch the news for too long mm-hmm. to understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. 
So it's like, I usually go on the internet, I uh, check Yahoo, you know, they got their the homepage where they give you different shit based on everything. Uh, I go to Apple News, although I don't have an Apple phone, I still go there, but I, I just go to different things so I can compare resources and sites of like, all right, they're talking about it over here, it's listed over here as well, this is something that should be pretty important. Let me save this article and actually read this thing. Yeah, so, but I also took my mental health into my own hands because during the Trump presidency, that shit fucked me up. Like every fucking day that I woke up, there was some negative ass shit about his fucked up ass presidency and what he was doing to tarnish the reputation of America. And I had to disassociate myself with the news and with social media because I was experiencing a bad human experience based upon what I was exposing myself to. Yeah. So if you were realizing that you have an eating disorder or if you're starting to hate a different um, a group that you're not necessarily associated with, um, or race or anything like that, it's up to you as the experiencer to separate yourself from that shit. If it's causing badness inside of you, then stop. Yeah. But it's our addiction to certain things that are bad for us and taboo. That's why we keep returning yeah. to it. So, like I said, I put that responsibility on Facebook, of course, but mainly it's to you, yourself, and the fucking parents. Yeah. Because if you're a child, they should be monitoring what you do regardless. And if you're an adult, then you shouldn't be exposing yourself to bullshit. Shame on you, though, Facebook. Fuck Shame you. on you. Shame on you. Well, so Facebook to some more geopolitical news. Uh, Biden's administration is trying to sneak in some more sneaky shit. Uh, <laughs> moving forward. Um, they actually have a proposal for banks to have to report inflows and upflows of $600 from our bank accounts. I think that's going a little bit too far. Uh, you shouldn't have to worry about... If I'm paying my taxes every year, and they obviously know the numbers that I should be paying, if I'm paying that shit, don't worry about what's coming in and out of my account. <laughs> I think this is going to make it harder for black people because I'm not going to lie. I deposited the check into my account for $10,000. Succeed that shit. And these niggas was just like, why did you... Where did you get this money from? I'm like... Does it fucking matter? They was like, yeah, we have to have a reason as to why you got this money. That's, but that's, and I was like, that is the question of America. Why the 10, fuck 000? do you need to know? I mean, ten thousand is a lot. No, because even if you fly ten thousand dollars in a briefcase, they're gonna stop flight, you. Question. Customs is gonna be. Like, I understand. I understand you that have to concept. Declare it. If yeah. I'm depositing ten thousand dollars cash into my bank account, there should be no like this nigga was like, and then I transferred my mom like seven bands. And they was like, why are you transferring her this money? This is why I'm in the cryptocurrency. This bitch, this, this, this thing is like, why are you transferring your mommy the money? I said, because I fucking want to. She was like, there has to be a reason why you're giving her $7,000. I was like, it's not a fucking reason. This is what the fuck I'm doing. Like, I said, gross. She was like, what is it, groceries? I said, yeah, groceries. I'm giving her $7,000 worth of groceries. <laughs> so, my, my view on it, right? The Biden administration, her, um, the person that's over Treasury. Yeah. Uh, Janet Yellen, mm -hmm. she is all about making corporate, corporate uh, America, spent. corporate America pay their fair share. Okay. That's so the way the way that corporate America has been hiding shit is um, dump shit in countries that have uh, little corporate taxes mm -hmm. or make little amounts at a high amount to where they could just transfer it over to their account. Okay. So 
this is in line with what she's doing. Like the Biden administration, I think last week just got 131 countries to raise their um, corporate taxes to 50% as a universal. 15%? 50% of corporate taxes as a universal wow. in all main countries. So, so countries wait, before you go for it, will that catch like Amazon and the Apples who have their shit overseas sort of not getting taxed with America? Does that catch those? That is what they're trying to fight because these niggas could put literally say, this is our... This is our address of our company, our main company, and have the headquarters in like yeah. Los Angeles, yep. and then they're paying taxes in in the Bahamas or yeah. or, or it's or, usually like overseas, uh, where it's like it's Europe London, where they usually or, go, or yeah, no, or Ireland, yeah, Ireland, Ireland was the no one that had taxes. the low one, yeah, they it was had like the low. Lowest. I think it was Hungary and some other Eastern European country. What the Biden administration was able to do was be like, to agree on a financial tip, get the whole world, all the world leaders to be like 15% or at least 90% of the world's GDP. So they got them to be like, yeah, this is going to be the tax corporation standard. Standard. 15% across the board. 15% they can't, zero. Yeah, they can't, they can't <laughs> hide it. They can't hide it. You can't get 2% over here. You can't do 3% over here. It's 15% around the world. I, I, well, I, is that 50%? If that, is that 15% going to the economy that the money is based out of? So, like, if you're stashing your money out in Hungary, are you paying 15, 15% to that government? Yeah. Are you paying 15% to the government that you're doing business in? No, you're doing... It's based off your headquarters, headquarters, where you're main. That's why so many companies... I mean, and Tesla actually this week just moved their headquarters from California uh, to Texas because of the corporate taxes. Just in those two different states are so different. And that just happened this week. So it depends on where your headquarters... Like <laughs> Apple, for example, I think the headquarters is technically like Ireland, I believe. Mm-hmm. That's where they pay so little in taxes, and Amazon. I don't even know where to. As long as, as long as you're providing services to that country, you could. You could call that your. Call that. that And that's what a lot of companies been doing to avoid. To avoid taxes. But I guess 15 is better than zero, like I said before. But why does that 600? Why are they looking at the smaller people, right? If my 600 in and out might be. <laughs> this is what I said earlier, right? Because small corporations know that if the if the amount is low enough, and I could slide it through, they'll just make low amount transactions. Yeah. A whole bunch of times. Yeah. Pay until the, you get and, to and, and pay the fee that it takes to make multiple transactions. Yeah. Because it, it costs less than the taxes. Yeah. So that's what that is what they're trying to dodge. Like, me. I mean, I could just tell someone to send me $550 in Zelle about 50 times to get me my money so they don't get alerted. And that's the thing. <laughs> but but to do the amount of money they're trying to move through, like... Millions and billions. Yeah. I think transactions have a cutoff, too. Like, you can only make maybe, like, a certain number of transactions. So, $600 is strategic as fuck. Like, that, like... Janet Yellen is strategic as hell. So explain that. What is strategic about that 600 mark? Is that just because that's like a low enough number so like the average consumer can get brought up in those numbers too? And they can monitor 
they can monitor all that shit. So they're gonna dollars a day in there is six dollars, bro. Yeah, so they're literally they're literally right. gonna six, build one percent of six cents. That's they're gonna to build a new um tax code. Not even a tax code. They're gonna build a new agency to monitor all this shit because you cannot. $600 is too low. Like, I'm transferring $600. The next thing is transferring. It's going to be harder for corporations. I don't think it'll be harder for everyday people like me and you. They got to give my baby mama more than that in a month. What, That's fine, what, but what I don't think it'll the, stop that. What is the purpose of this, then? So it is to, to, make, the sure, purpose, it is to make sure that there's no tax haven, there's no tax loophole, there's none of that shit for rich niggas. So, in a sense, this is kind of covering... The everyday investors, right? Who people who it's don't not even them. covering. You mean affecting them? It's yeah, one percent. No, but it's it, the one percent. It's literally the ones so that own back to the that. corporation. The ones that the not, ones that, that actually have uh uh what is it called? Home taxes or whatever it is. Um, it's like it's for people that have a certain tax bracket, and it's not even like people like four hundred thousand up. It's like. But if, if you think about it, if it's, for, is it, if it's to catch a millionaire and billionaire, they're probably not sending six hundred dollars. They send it more than that. No, they're being automatically taxed. But they're trying to get more people in that umbrella. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. Is this to pay for their deficit shit? No, that's because, what they're trying to do. No, but companies, like I said before, companies have been dodging tax shit because yeah. they're saying Amazon transactions over this taxes. Yeah. transactions over this amount. We'll we'll look into. It. Right? I just said, like, niggas coming over from planes with $10,000 cash yeah. to declare. They have to declare it. Like, niggas are literally coming through with watches. Niggas and are coming artwork. through with artwork. Yeah. Niggas are coming through with shit that the government cannot necessarily tax. tax. This is personal property. So now they're trying to sit. They're saying, fuck that. We're going to catch everything. Like, literally, um, if you're a real Republican, like, Real conservative. If you're a conservative, this you're this is up your alley. Really? Yeah. So maybe not because this is, this is tax. So are rich. they gonna set? If they're gonna have a committee looking over every fucking transaction over six hundred bucks, mm-hmm. are they gonna be sending this information to the IRS now to be like, yo, add this to this nigga's yearly, of course, year to yeah. date, oh, and yeah. then we know exactly yeah. how everybody, much more to tax every, this motherfucker. Every, everybody has to pay their. Fare. But just like I was talking to Khalif about like literally two days ago because he's in economics you already know what he do but at the end of the day it's just like in my in my head and my ideology like there was this guy i worked with not to be named but i i still work with him and he told me that we're the working class and i was like what do you mean by that he said we work for the poor and we work for the rich yeah. right the working class we pay taxes right the rich can evade taxes all they want to, and so they're not even considered to be a part of the contributing factor to the tax money that goes to the poor. Yeah. So the so we work for the rich because we're working for the corporations and everything that has to do with everything, and we work for the poor because our tax money that we do pay Covers goes down. to the poor and the social programs that we have in place to help yeah. the poor. So the middle class, middle working class is the only class in America that doesn't have any benefit from the rich, the poor, the government, anything. Mm. We literally work, we wake up, we go to sleep, we retire to work for the poor and the rich. We're working for someone and we're working on behalf of someone. On behalf of someone. And that's really fucked up because all these multi-billion dollar corporations, 
they're evading taxes, so they're not doing their fair share. Yeah. I'm doing more than a billionaire does for the community, and that's fucked up because at the end of the day, I'm less fortunate than they are, but because of their greed and their loopholes that the government has provided them, they're able to make us work for them yeah. just like we're working for the poor. So I fucking hate being the working class. Like, I'm trying to be rich so bad. This so I can evade the same shit they evaded because of who the fuck, like, why do we got to suffer that consequence? We, we're we literally working harder than both sides of America and yeah. we got to pay the biggest price. It's bullshit. So this is, yeah, this is their attempt to try and make it there without going through Congress. Like, the shit that I, I mentioned earlier about the world 1%, like, 15% tax, Yeah, it has to go through every country's political system to make it, like, sign it into law. So, sorry, so, is this like the closest thing to like the world? Um, you know how there's always like that conspiracy, not just the world, new world order, but like the one financial bank that kind of oversees everything. Is this kind of like, I don't want to say conspiracy beginning of that shit, but if, if, if it's a world 15% corporate tax, or, or whoever the 90% of the countries that agreed to it, yeah. if it's a I mean, ninety percent is a large amount. So every every financial every financial country, right? Every country has um, national banks. Yeah. That tap into the World Bank. So there's like there's a certain amount in America. I'm pretty sure there's a certain amount without the world. Yeah. So the country's head of state gets to choose what we want to do that with. Like, so I meet with you. Yeah. I meet with you. Your head of state. And then from there, I go back to my country and they have to sign that we put the 15% in, in into what? law. In so, so it's not like so guaranteed. It's, it's yeah, not, it's not guaranteed. It has to go through and each country's and different legislation yeah, process. I think it, it'll, get, it'll get through probably everywhere else except here. And America, really? and America's the one that made, like, made the law. America is so... We're fucking America, bro. We're the youngest country, but the most powerful. Like, that shit... They just say shit we... to say shit. America is like a fucking social media influence. Like, it's, it's literally... And I was just talking to my brother about this, it's too. It's crazy. America is the youngest country that ever did this shit, and we're the best country that ever did this shit. We're a social media influencer. It is, bro. We're like... I don't we, know. We I don't want know you... We want you guys to do what we say, but we're not necessarily gonna abide by what the fuck we say. We're gonna have you guys doing whatever the tax the corporate challenge is, <laughs> but we're not gonna fuck with that. I shit. think I think the, they had a had a. I mean, this is just like my own belief, but yeah. I don't believe like if every other country's um, parliament votes on it and it passes. I think it has to get 131 countries approval. One country is like, we didn't but, get But it. then that gets into the whole world government thing, right? Is, I guess it's no, gonna throw but, us off. Does one world government benefit everyone over then having 50 plus different governments no, trying to do their own shit? No, but no, because every government it's different, different issues, in right? different cultures and, different, and cultures, different people. Different beliefs, but like, but all laws global. There are some things we are one people on this earth. There's like certain issues. Healthcare. Yeah. Healthcare. Hell nah. 
there are certain issues. No, I understand that, but that doesn't mean that it's a global issue. Like, no, it is. Well, it's, now it's, it is. It's, it's no, climate change is climate change is a better example. It's a global issue. Yeah, financial too, because if one country tanks, every every country is financial is tanking. We're all inter intertwined with each other, so you need coordination within countries. But if you're own personal government blocks that. Like, what are you doing? Right? I don't I give my, a fuck until it affects me. Exactly. And six hundred dollars fucking affects me. <laughs> yeah, but at the end of the day, I don't mind doing my part. Like, as long as as long as everybody's doing their part, I'm fine. But like, not. I don't want to be. I don't want to be in the middle class. Like right now. I'm not gonna start naming numbers or no shit like that, but right now I'm at a very good spot in American history as far as classes go, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm being taken advantage of because there's people who make more than me that doesn't do their fair share. So at the I end of the day, that's so much I think around what yeah. people doing it, and they be talking about people when you find out their jobs is like, nigga, what? Right. And then it's just I like, am busting my ass am I, really that mad at <laughs> am I really that mad at Donald Trump? Or are like, you just mad at or being able to take advantage of the system? Man, I can take advantage. And of that's all it is is just take advantage of a fucking system. Are we mad that no one's paying more than fifty? Percent, or are we mad at the tax call that they made that is so fucking easy to get around? <laughs> no, I'm mad at. I'm mad at. The We're mad at that. both. I'm, mad at I'm not both. mad at the nigga who's trying to hustle and get around some shit. If you have rules in place and you got a good ass fucking accountant who says if you fucking file it as this, you won't get charged as this, and that will write off a million dollars. I'm not mad at that that you figured out the fucking loophole. Fucking fix the tax code then. No, 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 there shouldn't be, there shouldn't be a loophole, but we also talk about this shit. It goes in sports too. If you're not cheating, you're not fucking trying. <laughs> and the Tesco kind of goes like the same way. Yeah, everyone should pay their same share as an individual or as a corporation, but if the current Tesco has a way for you to avoid that shit, of is course. that is that on you for having the money to no. hire an accountant to figure the shit no. out so you don't have to pay taxes? No. I'm not mad at that person who no. has the money to find the right accountant who's willing to read the in-betweens to figure out what you can write and deduct till you can pay fucking zero. But I do feel like that's the tax code. Like Fix the, the fucking tax code. I feel like it's the government's responsibility to make everybody accountable for the well-being of every American. Yes, but that also falls under the tax code. Fix the tax right. code. So that's that's the responsibility of the government to say, hey, it's an unfair system. And in order for it to Very be equal, and in order for everybody to be able to benefit, even the middle class, there has to be social constructs and there has to be laws that governs every person regardless of their social status. So I have a problem with paying more taxes than rich niggas. Like at the end of the day, y'all niggas got billions of dollars. Y'all sitting here doing all this fucking taboo shit, doing whatever the fuck y'all want, you know, wasting money on all types of shit. But the what I do is I take care of my fucking children, I take care of my motherfucking life, and I take care of the fucking poor. Hypothetically, before you jump in there, right? Just being off what Amir just said, right? If there was a way that you could be like, all right, my yearly average, they look at your W-2 from last year, like, all right, bet you made so-and-so money per year. If you make this same amount in this upcoming year, your taxes for the year should be so-and-so, yeah. right? If you pay off your taxes, say, the first fucking month, mm -hmm. and then you don't have the rest of the year of taxes, mm -hmm. 
I'll be okay with that. You paid your years worth of taxes based on what you made last year, right? But it's greed. They can already do that. Oh These are billion-dollar companies. They're not. Gonna, That's different. If they pay their taxes, I'm talking about individuals, not a, I get a company. It, but the, but the, the the fucking the fucking corporations are what can fix a lot of the fucking shit that's wrong because they're getting billions of dollars a year, my nigga. And so if they were paying taxes on that money, then the working class wouldn't have to work as hard to pay for the poor or to pay for any other social programs, education, and et cetera. So at the end of the day, like, I will never sit here and say that the working class should pay as much as the fucking corporate America. These niggas make so much fucking money that they can't even spend it in a lifetime yeah. and they're paying zero dollars in taxes. Fuck that shit. Yeah, but no, There's but that, no reason. Only reason why that that is different because those are the mega corporations, the ones that we've been trying right. to get the fucking the ones who should be the most for. socially responsible for the. If we could get Amazon, history. for example, to fucking pay some type of taxes, there's no no debating on the infrastructure bill coming up. There's fucking no debating on social security in the future. There's no debating on education shit. All that is is handled if we just fucking tax, tax the fucking rich. Not the just the rich, tax. the fucking corporations too. That's the rich, Because the people... That's the rich. So what people do is they put all their money into corporations so that way when they need money, they take it out the corporation and write it off as a fucking business expense. The That's how they get around... Corporations. If I had a but LLC, if the corporation was paying fair tax, for example, for example, if Black Entourage had an LLC coming soon, right? We can fucking go to a steakhouse and have a fucking dinner over that shit. But if we're talking Black Entourage. Guess what? That's now a business fucking expense. Or was that an expense that got taken out with the previous shit? I think it got taken out. There's a ton of shit that got taken yeah. out. But that's not that's besides the point. And the point it, that I'm trying to make is it's worse there's now. billion dollar companies. There's Tesla, Apple, fucking Microsoft. But how do we get them to pay? Look, it has look, to be law reform. Look, there's it's law reform. At the end of the day, nothing will switch because the party conservative is literally based on trickle down economics. The the least the top one percent pay they have the most money that should eventually trickle down to the middle class and then from there the middle class can do whatever it'll create more jobs it'll create this it'll create that That's they bullshit. don't pay any taxes that is a party's economic ideology plan, ideology i mean since trump came in it's a little different this shit is big spending they used to be not big spending no big government but they're back to no his, big spending. his tax credits are crazy so I don't know, but that is the basis of their of their oh, party. About six hundred dollar. Well, their party. That's oh, the party. Shit is totally different. No, just that's to get that's just to make sure niggas is paying their shit. Yeah. Yeah, but it's all still bullshit. Like I don't give a fuck about any of that shit. Like there's no reason why I making blankety blank, blank thousand dollars per year should be paying more than a nigga that's making billions of dollars per year. Like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Like, at the end of the day, you are Apple. You are Microsoft. You are Tesla. You are this. You are that. So at the end of the day, like, you you claim that you're a philanthropist and you claim that you're doing, but you're not doing anything for the infrastructure of America. Think of it like this. CEOs, board chairs, man, they get paid in their share hold, in their shares, right, for the most part. They get some money too, but they get a majority of the shit in the shares. Mm-hmm. If you know their shares... Right? The fucking charge them their taxes based off the company. If you have, if the share price is so and so, you know you got 
you gotta make sure the prior, this prior law to make sure to disclose how much fucking shares mm-hmm. they have in a company, which is a big fucking thing that probably needs to be known for for most things, especially in tax related things. Mm-hmm. But once you know their shares, you kind of have an idea of like, all right, if you have fifty thousand shares, fifty million shares of Apple, Apple's at one hundred and fucking forty four dollars a share. You can fucking pay the fifty percent tax rate. For whatever your company as a but whole, I don't even want niggas that to pay makes for, your money. I don't even want people to pay for the investments that they have because technically, like, until you cash out, I'm not saying no. I'm not saying no. shareholders. I'm talking about like the CEO, the person who owns the shit, right? So, like, because so, they're usually the the head of the board as so well. Whatever they're getting paid from the company, I feel like should be taxed. Not what they're invested in. It's no, no, no. They get paid in shares ninety percent of the time. That's the thing. Shareholders and board members they'll get shares in the company. But I'm not an economist. <laughs> I'm not an economist. But what I will, what I will say is everyone needs to pay their share. Deal. Everybody needs to pay their and, fucking and fair share. And, that's, and if the I'll rich say, paid I'll their fair share, right. then we would be better off socially. As far as our foundation and our infrastructure, we would be better off I'll because they can pay more than what I can pay in a year. I'll say this, right? Like Yellen. Like Janet Yellen, she's she's very um, vocal, right? So she'll if she drops a if she drops a um if she drops something that needs to be explaining, she'll go on wherever she needs to and explain. NPR, <laughs> CNN, MSNBC, she'll go in there and explain what it is. So if you really want to figure out this international tax. Oh, it's online it. somewhere, probably. It's online. It's online, and she's the one explaining it. So, but I'm gonna tell you something. Just use your research. If the laws don't fucking change, and when a mayor becomes a millionaire, I'm gonna fucking utilize that shit too. Because I've been middle class for the majority of my life, and I've paid my tax code, baby. Share. You can take advantage of that shit. If they don't change that shit by the time you get to that I'm point. Take advantage of it. Take advantage, just like everyone, every other That's billionaire why I before you did as well. You change the fucking laws before this nigga get rich because I'm fucking utilizing the same Trump tax cuts the best of the rest Big of the No, you won't. Because I'm sure it'll be gone. Them should be gone by the end. Uh, <laughs> to, to, to stick it with the Biden administration, they actually appointed a critical race Hello. theory activist uh, to the education department, Freshers McKenzie. Uh, and I have a quote from her. She says, Republicans... Uh, have made critical race theory a political boogeyman without actually knowing what it is. Simply put, critical race theory examines social, cultural, and legal issues as they relate to race and racism. Students will be taught about systematic racism that still exists today and permeates our society. Thoughts? Um... You can already see uh, what what country, I mean, not what country, what states have issues with that. Every, I think, um... Except the southern versus versus northern again? What? Georgia, as soon as that came out, they they wrote a bill, I believe Tennessee did, to to keep, um... Critical race theory out of the Out of of schools. Out of the schools. (laughs) Out of the schools. Or, um... They fucking know better. Or, I want to say that school districts are kind of by themselves, but the governor literally wrote a letter and was like, this is why I want you to keep critical race theory out of your district type shit. So, 
it's it's a very hot topic, especially today. I feel like they, the explanation I, I heard from them is that they don't want people to feel shame in their history for what they for what happened and what they did. They don't want they don't want them to come into class and okay. feel and feel self conscious about their skin color. Well, then maybe they shouldn't have had advanced their fucking lineage like that. Hey, man, hey. I agree. But, 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 this is, this is what they're saying. It's not what you're saying, I get it. This is what they're saying. But, but at the end of the day, it's just like, this right here, like, critical race theory, I, I really don't understand it wholeheartedly. I feel like there is a, a plus and a minus to talking about race um, with newer generations. But I also feel like all that shit will be irrelevant once the baby boomers fucking die off. Okay. And we already... Yo, let's get to that point. We are, Stop it. No, that's not... We're not doing that. Fuck it. I stand by that shit wholeheartedly because I, I, I understand... We're not like, doing that. Then you're going to say uh, Generation X needs to die off. Then you're going to say Millennials Not necessarily. Die. Yes, you I, are. Cause no, not necessarily. There are people, there are people right. within every generation. I understand that. The, the, baby baby boomers, said, oh, the baby boomers are the biggest generation of racists yeah, but maybe, and politicians maybe that we have saying, in office. Maybe the equilibrium to that is that maybe, yeah, maybe they don't need to die off, but maybe that needs to be a term age limit, right? Because these niggas been in there... So because there's you, no term but, age but limit, that's what they but, have to die in order no, no, to be no. out of office. Just how he's radical as fuck. I'm not radical. There's niggas on the I'm other side of that are just as yeah. radical as this nigga. Yeah. I'm not radical. So if, if the baby boomers die off, it's going to be a whole Replace bunch of him. With the radicals. <laughs> it's going to be a I whole bunch of going to have fun off this bitch. Like, I'm not, like, we're not killing, we're not, we're not shooting the fucking this is getting too much. It's gonna be a whole bunch of him. It's not. It's not gonna be a whole bunch of me. You want to know why? why? I feel like why? the older generations, they just don't. They're just not hip to what. Bro. Like right now, our generation is not are, hip to our shit. But yes, they are. No, bro. they're not. They're super polarized. There's one. There's one side that is guns, God, and glory, and there's the other side that is just. I don't give a fuck. I want to party. I want to do this. I'm guns, God, and glory, and I want to party and do whatever the fuck I want to. You're not guns, God, and glory. Nigga, I got guns. <laughs> you got guns. I believe in God, and I have all the glory. So what are you really trying to say? Like, you're like literal as fuck. <laughs> no, because I'm right there. You get literally. No, I'm right there in the middle. Like, I, I literally believe yeah, that the yeah. thing that what's wrong with politics is there. Baby boomers, we all know that that was one That's, of the biggest generations. I used to think that too. That we were one of the biggest generation. The baby boomers was one of the biggest generations in American history, right? So the baby boomers infiltrate a lot of the politics that's going on right now. Yeah. And these niggas are still alive, bro. Like, I don't know what the fuck is going on with modern day medicine. These niggas will not die. And the reason why I say die is because for a lot of these politicians, they have to die in order this to shit, give up their this seat. Shit's about to get bad. They have no, to no, die. No, no, no. See, you don't follow politics like that. Like in the house, there's a whole bunch of like. I understand that there's a whole bunch of moderate slash no, liberal no, no, people no, 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 no. There's in the house. There's a whole bunch of um, elders. No, it's type radicals. I said moderate liberals. No, 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 not even moderate liberals. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying moderate liberals. Who is I'm me? Saying, younger generation that just don't want to work with the other side. It's literally the Racism baby. It's literally 
The racism is taught. It's literally. It's taught. It's not. It's not only taught. It's a fucking. Um. It's a fucking. Social construct. Social construct. It's literally. I understand like, that. You'll fall into it. You'll fall into it, but at the end of the day, and if it's taught to a next generation, nigga, you already lost. You already lost. You but saying to kill off a generation. But I do believe that modern day generations are way more it's, liberal it's, than it's, older it's generations. It's easy. That's literally history. It's. it's, it's That's that, history. That type modern of day humans are more progressive than the baby boomers. They're not really progressive. Why? Because their racist ass parents told them not to be. No, there's some people that just want America to stay how America is, despite age limit, despite it. They want. So you believe the majority be... thinks that way? Yes. The majority believes that America stays. Exactly yes. The way it is. There's literally a portion of America that's called flyover states for a reason. So in the and I so believe... in ten years you don't believe that. In ten in ten to twenty years you don't no, believe that, that America's should... going to change no. at all. No. That's crazy. There's one there's one social aspect that will change and I think that's climate change. I think on the uh, on the right side there's a movement for that. But everything And the else, LGBTQ clearly. Everything else. Is to bring it back full circle to Dave Chappelle. Everything, I think everything else. I think climate change is the one, number one everything else. uh equalizer. <laughs> when it but comes really, to this whole planet of ours, because if we know. can't figure that shit That's, out, what you're saying is an oversimplification. That just is not. I mean, maybe that's me. That's maybe that's me being wishful thinking. It is. Maybe that's me you saying like, as generations progress in ideology, they should become more no, forward thinking. No. Which has Hell been no. a constant in history, bro. No, we're not the same as we were back 50 years no, but, ago. The, but we've gotten worse. There's literally... We have not gotten worse than 50 yeah. years ago. Are you no, being mixed and no, fucking beaten with whips? No, I'm talking about... I'm not talking about social contract. I'm talking about people's thought process. There was literally a time where government worked. There wasn't... We weren't just stalemating. If it made sense... You would get this two party so, system so, is trash. So, so what changed between our Obama. essentially parents' Obama. generation? Uh, so Obama. So are they that mad over that? Nigga, literally <laughs> in 2011, you saw the world, the every state's democratic system go from Democrats to red to red. But then that when Donald Trump was happened. president, guess what happened? No, it never changed. It changed. It didn't change. He's no, not no, president. no, I'm talking about state, state. Georgia changed. No, no, yeah, it did, but not their, not the state legislature. Okay. Not the state legislatures read in every state. That's why they are able to say that Donald Trump really won and, and changing voting, voting. He did, but that's only because Republicans were looking for something different. Republicans and the Republicans that I know, like the people who voted Republican, and the people who I'm really close with, like at the end of the day, like I love all races, nationalities, political systems, as long as they're not coming at me with no bullshit. What did you say? They know what they they know what the fuck I said. (laughs) And if he doesn't know what the fuck I said, why this shit? (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are gonna wrap things up right here. Uh, We was a little all over the place today, but you know what? That's okay. We're human. You got it. That's why you're following us. So if you're not following, make sure you follow us on Spotify, Apple, Amazon. We dropped the videos on YouTube same day. So if you want to see us, us 
drastically getting worse throughout the video. <laughs> so if you want to see us in person and see I how blame we- him for loving all races and <laughs> Y'all, all racist nationalities. I love <laughs> all I racist love, nationalities. I love everybody. Subscribe, follow, <laughs> like wherever. And thank you guys. We'll see you next week. He meant it. Peace.